Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are inspired by some cafe lights and a soda. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the engine. I screwed up. I screwed up a couple weeks ago. My buddy did a whole podcast about it. He asked me for help with the desk and I failed to make good on it. And you know, the whole point of that podcast was that I realized that to some degree I felt good about being the guy people turn to and I had benefit there because I'm like, oh, people rely on me to help. But if I didn't actually help, then I shouldn't feel good about it at all even though I kind of had the reputation to be the guy with the help. So I realized, like, look, you got to make good on this. If you're going to think of yourself as the guy that helps when somebody asks and you're happy that people ask you for help and they rely on you, you better be worthy of that, of that trust. You better be worthy of that reputation. Get after it, son. So another friend asked me, like, hey, could you come over this week and string up string up these cafe lights in my backyard. I'm like, of course. And this time, this time I'm not letting it slip, right? Because if I say, of course, and then it goes a week or two weeks or three weeks, next thing you know, lost the opportunity. So we get after it. I'm working late last night, worked till seven. Then I had a quick Zoom call and get over to his house at 7.30. It's been a long day, but no big deal. I'm stoked to be there. I listened to some Bill Withers on the way and God... That just put me in the mood. So I got my tools. I get there. We'd been connecting all day. Okay, so we had to get wire cable. I had to get a diagram of what he wanted to do. I had this wire cable. He ran to the store to get more wire cable. And if you've ever worked with wire cable, it's not very fun to work with. Um, you know, it grabs on all the hairs on your fingers or, or anything if it gets in your hair, if you put it over your head as we were because we were trying to string it up from one corner of his roof to another corner and then connect a tree in between so it looked like a triangle. So wire cable and me, we don't get along. Anyway, but I get there and and I got a plan. I brought these one and a quarter inch pan head screws and those are just screws that are flat. I screw those into the eaves in the roof, the fascia board actually, and then I kind of weave the wire cable into that and drill it in. I have to do this a lot. I, I think I have to do something like eight screws on each each portion because you don't want this wire cable to come down. So we get the wire cable up and I'm on her, I'm on ladders and my shoulders are hurting and stuff. But I'm like, hey, I'm good. I'm good. I still got Bill Withers playing in my head. It's great. And then we come to actually string up the lights. And I asked, hey, did you get those zip ties? Because what you do is you zip tie through, there's a little hole in the lights, uh, each of the light strands uh, has a little hole and you zip tie through the hole to the cable and then you can stretch it across. And that way the cable holds the weight of the light strand instead of the light strand holding its own weight, right? This is not, this is not that complex, but it's generally how it's done. And he said, yeah, I got him. And he's got eight zip ties. Now, mind you, he has something like 48 lights. Each of the lights has a hole that has to go <laughs> zip tied. Like, well, it's eight o'clock now. We can't go to the hardware store. So he's like, 
going over to his neighbor's house, comes back triumphant with like 24 zip ties. We're like, all right, well, look, we got about half as many zip ties as we need. So we'll just zip tie every other light. And then you can go to the store tomorrow and get the rest of them and come back and, and finish it. And we're like, great. We got this plan. So we start zip tying, zip tie, zip tie, zip tie, zip tie, zip tie, zip tie, zip tie. And again, your shoulders are burning because you're holding this up. The point is we get one of the three sides done and his awesome wife looks at it and says, Oh, I don't like that cable. It's like, what? What do you mean? She's like, that cable. It's like, you mean the whole thing holding up the lights? And she says, yeah, it just doesn't look right. I was like, what do you mean it doesn't look right? And, and I'm, I'm not annoyed. I'm, I'm curious. I'm like, what, what did you want it to look like? She said, well, the way we used to have it is that we used to have just the light strands cross, no cable. And I was like, yeah, but doesn't that, doesn't that wear on the cable as the years go on? And turns out, yeah, the light strand they had previously only lasted, I think, three years, starts to droop a little bit. But she was like, you know, that's just the way we had it. And I kind of like it that way. And, I, and again, I am there to help. I am not there to to navigate or redefine her taste or design preferences. So I'm like, okay, well, look, we could do that. We can take this cable down. She feels terrible. I'm like, no, 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 we can take it down, okay? But it's going to have these drawbacks from a functional standpoint. And ultimately, it comes down to, you know, the way it was before is just kind of the way I liked it. I was like, fine. That's no problem. So we take it down. We're redoing it. And I was thinking to myself as I was doing this, I was like, you know, if she had never seen the lights that way, she wouldn't care about the cable at all. She wouldn't care at all. She'd be totally happy with this. It would be more functional, whatever. Now, again, they were giving me, you know, uh, hard seltzers and I was having a great time. They had music on. I didn't mind being there at all. It was, I was just thinking to myself over and over and over. If she hadn't seen that, it wouldn't matter. I was driving home and I thought about the Pepsi challenge. Now, a little uh, unknown fact about Cokes and Pepsis. In blind taste tests, Pepsis win. Okay, so if you don't know what you're drinking, if it's in, you know, two unlabeled glasses, you're going to like the Pepsi more than you will the Coke on average, right? So if you have a thousand people taste these, more will like the Pepsi than the Coke. And if you put a can of Coke and a can of Pepsi out on a table and ask the same people, they will select the Coke. This is the conundrum. If they don't know what they're drinking, if they have no point of reference, they like the Pepsi. But if they are given the red can of Coke and the blue can of Pepsi and said, which do you like more? They taste them both. They say, hey, I like the red Coke your tastes change. And there are all kinds of reasons for this, but it's infuriating 
if you're a Pepsi, a Pepsi chemist or a Pepsi stockholder, it's like you like the taste of Pepsi more. You do. You really do. If you didn't know that you were drinking Pepsi or Coke, you'd like the Pepsi more, but more people drink Coke because they like it, because they see that can. And it ultimately comes down to, as I was realizing as I was driving home, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. It doesn't matter why I like the Coke more when I can see that it's Coke. It doesn't matter that if I couldn't see them, I might like the Pepsi more. In this world, in this experience, in this format, I like the Coke more, as do the majority of people. And it's the same thing with these lights that I was dealing with last night, which is what was cracking me up. It's like, look, I kept saying to myself, you know, if she had never seen it, she would like this more. But again, as I was laughing on the way home, I was like, what does any of that matter? What does any of that matter? She has seen it. She knows what she's looking at. She knows what she likes. It doesn't matter that she may like something else if the world was different. And we get into that all the time. We get into that all the time with arguments we have with significant others. You know, if you didn't know, you wouldn't care. Yeah, what does that matter? I know. I know. Whatever it is, whatever we're talking about. Maybe I have a pasta that my mom made that was fantastic. You know, everybody likes my pasta, Matt. Right? I'm in some argument with my wife. Everyone likes my pasta. If you hadn't grown up eating your mom's pasta, you would like my pasta the most. Yeah, maybe that's right. But that's not the way life is. Right? You can look at all the things in, in your own life, in your personal personal struggles with yourself. You know, I, I talk about my time on the rowing team. If I hadn't had that, maybe I would feel better about myself. It's likely the, the greatest thing in my life that I look down on myself for because, well, for various reasons, and that's not the point. The point is, yeah, but I had those experiences. I can't forget that time on the rowing team. I can't forget my time in college. There's no way for us to rewrite our experiences. We can deny that we have those. My friend's wife could have denied that she liked the way it looked when it was just the wire with the lights and no cable. She could deny that. It's not going to change the fact that she really genuinely did enjoy it more without the cable there. And as I was leaving, she was really apologetic. And I kept saying, stop apologizing. She was like, well, you know, I just feel bad. I was like, look, you have two options here. You can be a liar. And you can lie to me and tell me that you like it more. And it costs me less work. Fine. Or you can be honest. And allow me the opportunity to make it so that you like it. And I think if people think about life that way, I think if they realize that when they're in a frustrating situation and they may want to say, hey, look, if you just, if you hadn't seen this or if you hadn't tasted that or if you didn't know, all they're essentially doing is saying, look, I kind of just want you to be a liar. Just lie to me. 
Because yeah, look, it's true. If we didn't have the set of experiences we have in life, we wouldn't have the tastes and preferences we have in life. That's totally true. But they are our tastes and preferences. They are the way we think about things. And it's silly and selfish to people that are engaging these and observing these to say, well, if you hadn't, blah, 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 whatever it is. So the next time you find yourself in a pickle like that, realize the person you're engaged with is trying to be honest with you. They're trying to be genuine. They're trying to be authentic. It's up to you to honor that effort. It's up to you to appreciate honesty and authenticity. You don't have to help. You don't have to fix the situation. But you at the very least have to respect the fact that they're being honest. I'm Matt Todd. And this is the engine that drives me. Go out and crush it. Thank you, everyone. And please do remember the essay classes are lining up daily, as are the SAT and ACT review. If you need some help, just hit me up.